Hey there, friends, and welcome back to the Chronicles of a Happy Camper. I'm Amy Camp, and I'm excited to share with you some more of my experiences of this eventful journey called life. Today's episode two is entitled Senses. And I couldn't begin to tell you about some of my experiences that I've had through life or the world if we didn't talk about the fundamentals. That, that would be our sensories or our senses. And how much joy do we really experience from our senses, right? And how do we, do we oftentimes take these senses for granted in our lives? So that this journey that we're on in life and we're, you know, the joy that we're supposed to be having on these experiences, are we not recognizing that just being able to experience them through all of our sensories is such a blessing? Um, let's break it down. What do you say? Let's talk about some of these things about our senses and maybe begin to recognize maybe at times that we are not appreciating the basics that we could really find joy in. I know that for me, um, there's the five, right? Uh, Sight and hearing, taste, touch, and smell. Those are the basics. And if you have lack of any of these in in your own experience, I think you tend to become stronger in one area than the other or appreciate more of what you have left of your sensories, you know, those that maybe struggle with their hearing or need hearing aids or sight um, that have mostly blindness or partial blindness or need um, assistance, you know, with their hearing or sight, that kind of a thing would be really hard. Um, The ability to, to, to when you lose your your sense of smell, you also, it correlates as well with your sense of taste. So there's a lot of different challenges with when we don't appreciate our senses, but the things that we miss out on, right? The joys in life that come through these senses is such a gift, an absolute gift for those of us that have all five and that we can really appreciate those that we have. So as we talk about sight, I was thinking, okay, sight is, it encompasses everything, everything that we see around us, right? Every face that we see and every experience, and every scenery, panoramic scene or landscaping or an ocean view, what have you. But I was thinking about even the smallest minuscule things in sight that I appreciate, like fireflies. I love fireflies. I just think they're magical. It's like watching magic in nature happen. And you just wonder about that chemical experience, why they're lighting up. And that is so cool. Fireflies amaze me. And having and witnessing a storm, I think it encompasses all of the senses with the storm. Because you see it, you could see the lightning, and you can see the trees moving, and you can see the rain coming down, and you can also hear it—you know, the thunder clapping—and and you can hear the wind in the tr- in, in that's happening. Or you could taste it if you you know taste the rain. Um, you can touch, you can feel the storm really uh, on your skin if you're standing outside, or if you you can smell it as the storm is happening or as the air is changing. Um, my son. Is, is, is falling in love with these Oculus Quest virtual reality. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that he, he's just recently got. I don't even know how to explain it. But it was amazing. He, he, he insisted that I try it and put it on my face. And wow, just the experience of sight and how that changes from just a regular the way we see things to a 3D. It is, oh, you're stepped into a whole new world. That is really truly an experience to to have if you've never used an oculus quest you should try it just the sight of autumn 
when it happens and the season changes, right? When it happens and we see sunsets, we see color changes and things and all the colors around us that are so magnificent that we see in everywhere we go, right? This is such a joy to experience life with that kind of depth and density and the graphicness of seeing color, color in a rainbow. When you see color in a rainbow, it's a magnificent sight. Um, just everything, nature in itself and animals, you, you, you name it, just everything encompasses sight. You know, if you move on to hearing the things that you hear, music, what would life be like without music? What would it be like without being able to hear someone's voice? Even like the sound of a child's voice, maybe calling me, having my experience of having my child call me mama, you know, or, or mother, mom. Uh, maybe like the hearing the crackling of a fire. I love that sound and I love the feeling of it. That's another thing that a lot of these experiences that we have in life that emote so many of our sensories and maybe we take them for granted. That's not always good. You know, when you're, when I'm in a, in a traffic jam, there's a lot of that you hear and a lot of stress you feel. So, you know, there's a lot of different things that we, that we experience through our sensories. You know, when someone says my name, it is just a gift to me. It's like music to my ears, you know? Um, and sometimes like <laughs> when someone that I know no longer loves me or cares about me and they use my name, it's almost like, it sounds like a dirty word, you know, like, Amy, <laughs> you're like, okay, they no longer feel love for me. <laughs> but hearing everything we hear, you know, the sound of a bird, you know, the whistle, the whistle that we have, whatever it may be, wind here, taste. What would we be without taste, right? That's a sad thing when people lose their taste. I love one of my favorite drinks. Well, I have two mango lassies, like Indian food, mango lassies. Oh, amazing. Mango and, and the Greek yogurt and a little bit of like the sweetened mango pulp and, and, and or a limonada de coco that I got, have gotten before and like in, when I was in Colombia or South America and it has limeade and coconut milk pureed and it's just amazing. I love red hots. Like they're one of my favorite candies. So when I have red hots in my mouth, the taste and the um, excessiveness of the sweet and the hot. And it's almost hot and burning, but I want more because it's so yummy. And sunflower seeds. I, you know, lately I've been enjoying them because my son's eating them a lot. And he, he brought them in the other night and he laid them by my bed when he was helping me with something on the computer. And I started to fill my mouth with some of those sunflower seeds. And oh my goodness, they tasted so good. They were like uh, bacon flavored sunflower seeds. So it was just divine, you know, really enjoyed just munching those sunflower seeds and having the kind of the meatiness once you get to the, the heart of the seed, but you have the saltiness and the, of the bacon. A, a yummy popsicle, right? The feeling of a popsicle that tastes or bubble gum, the feel and the taste of bubble gum, or even just, you know, a special kiss from someone that you love or that you're excited to have that experience with. Um, you know, anything, the taste is just endless, right? When I'm out in my garden and I bring something fresh up out of the produce of the garden, touch, you know, like sand. My goodness, what would we be without the feeling of sand as we walk through sand on a beach or we feel it? Um, a massage, there's something magical about having a massage, right? The, the feel of the touch of, of someone else touching you on the skin. And, and that is just, it it's just ignites you and the energy changes. Or it can be bad too, like the feeling of, of petting a cat, uh, petting one of my cats, or and then having them retaliate in a playful way, but clawing me. You know, that's a different touch, a different feeling. Um, the sun, the sun on my skin, or 
or even the opposite after I've been out too long in the sun and I have that feeling of sunburn and it's hot and it's burned and it's, it's the difference or putting something cool like Noxzema on it to cool it off or having a bop bubble bath that feels amazing or just holding hands with someone that you find special or you love. And then of course, smell, where would we be without smell? Um, I love the smell of, of course, just like a good smelling man, <laughs> like this, his cologne and he just smells good. You know, you can tell I'm missing that right in my life or maybe, okay, this is going to sound funny, but uh, my dog passed away last year and I just miss him so much. My beautiful little cream Pomeranian Tico. He was my amazing, but I miss the smell of his paws. You know, he would lay there by me in my bed and it was so comforting, but I just miss the smell of his paws. When I was living in, in uh, Austra- well, not Australia, but but I'd gone over to live in New Zealand for a bit in between, and I was in a place called Rotorua, and they had these sulfur, sulfur um, geysers that would come up out of the ground, and just the smell of sulfur it smells like terrible. It smells like a fart, you know? Even in high school or junior high, they used to throw these sulfur rocks, and it just like clear out the whole cafeteria. It was awful. <laughs> the smell of that is so, you know, indistinct, and... Here, this is a funny thought that I had when I was driving today to go um, drive a friend to Memphis, Tennessee. I, um, I had some wa- water bottle in my car and I opened up the water bottle to take a drink and I was like, hmm, smells like the Pirates of the Caribbean water, you know, <laughs> but it can also, you know, when you smell something. You go, mm, yeah, I know what the Pirates of the Caribbean water would taste like now. You know, it's kind of <laughs> kind of like one of those deals. But in truth, everything in the world we experience through our senses. And would our life be broader through this journey and make it happier as happier campers out there going throughout life if we would just better appreciate the senses that we experience each and every day in every facet? These things are good. These things are awesome. You know, there's a movie called Mask in 1985. I had Cher and Eric Stoltz in it. And it was a true story about a young man by the name of Rocky Dennis. And he had a, a, a deformity problem. It was growing, his lar- head was growing larger than it was. It was called Lion Titus. And it was really quite awful. I, I don't know if any of you remember this this movie, but it's worth your time. But in truth, the the, the, the the poem that this young man reads in the play, um, it reminds me of what we're talking about, like what I'm sharing with these senses. This is the poem that, that Rocky Dennis shares in the latter part of his schooling and in life. These things are good. Ice cream and cake, a ride on a Harley, seeing monkeys on a tree, the rain on my tongue, and the sun shining on my face. These things are a drag. Dust in my hair, holes in my shoes, no money in my pocket, and the sun shining on my face. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant, you know. Um, and I had to had to remind myself of that as I was reflecting on senses. Um, I want to share with you just briefly a song, and then I'll close for the episode today. But I was I was thinking about this particular song, and then I remembered about how and why it was written. And this particular song was written by one of the Beatles, George Harrison. And at the time that he wrote it, he was really in a dark period of his life. He, he was struggling to find 
a sense of being heard. He felt that at the time that Paul McCartney and that John Lennon were both just dominating the writing happening in their, their lyrics, in their music as the Beatles. And George just kind of disconnected for a while. Things were really dark and gloomy in his life, but metaphorically as well. But also in England, they were still through going through winter and, and the sun doesn't shine very much in England through the winter and not in a lot, even through the summer, it just rains a lot. And it, it tends to be a little bit gloomy. I love England, but it just can tend, tend to be like that. And so George had gone, he disconnected and they were in the middle of recording with the Beatles and George had gone down and just and just said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to leave for a while. And he left and they didn't know where he went. And he basically wanted to just quit the Beatles. He was really low. He didn't see that they valued him. And he found himself just driving down the way and he wound up in Eric Clapton's garden, in Eric Clapton's home. And he sat out in his garden and this was about the time, it was about the beginning of April. And things were starting to bloom finally in the, after this dreary cold winter in, in England. And this song kind of came, it came to George. And it, it comes to many of us, I think music again, it, it resonates with so many of us, the messages that we all relate to. Little darling, it's been a long, cold, lonely winter. And little darling, it feels like you since it's been here. Here comes the sun, do 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 do. Here comes the sun, and I say, it's all right. Little darling, the smiles returning to their faces. And little darling, it seems like you since it's been here. And here comes the sun, do 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 do. Here comes the sun, and I say, it's all right. Sun, 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 here it comes. Sun, 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 here it comes. Little darling, I feel that ice is slowly melting. And little darling, it seems like years since it's been clear. But here comes the sun, do 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 do. Here comes the sun, and I say, it's all right. And I say, it's all right. And it is all right. And I think we can find joy in our senses today on our path. And as I continue to tell my stories, you'll see how I relate a lot with using my senses on my travels through life. Well, until next time, get busy living and go be the first rate you, boo. We'll see you next time.